Hey there, thank you for tuning in. My name is Reese Merritt, and this is the Mindful Motivation Podcast. Um, I'm super excited to have you here for the first episode. Um, and before we actually get uh, tuned in to the topic we're going to be talking about today, um, I'd really like to take a moment for yourself, kind of check in on yourself and focus in on the moment right now. Do a little bit of reflecting, whether it's positive or negative. And I just want you to acknowledge any of those feelings, any of those um, memories that are happening at the moment. Acknowledge that they're there and let them pass. So I'm going to give you a moment to do that. And when you acknowledge those, just let them pass. And then focus on the moment that you're in right now, whether that's focusing in on the space you're in or focusing in on your breath. So I'm going to give you a moment to do that right now. Hopefully that was enough time for you to get settled in. If it wasn't, take the next couple of moments to get wrapped up. But the topic I really want to talk about today is understanding the real you. And that can seem kind of odd. Why do I need to understand myself? I kind of already know myself. I'm me. Why do I need to understand myself? And actually, I feel that we are always trying to understand ourselves in better ways. Um, you see that in looking at your own horoscope and what that can mean. You're trying to see if it lines up with your own personality from the things you can look at online. Um, you can also see this with quizzes online. You can look at a def many different quizzes, your personality quiz, what careers maybe you want to have in the future. There's plenty out there, and we all enjoy looking at them and seeing what our results are. And then also there's some that are more scientific-based, like the Myers-Briggs test. For example, I know I'm an advocate. You try to look at that, and a lot of our personalities do line up with what is said by that test. And we find that kind of fascinating. And even though that, that kind of test is very scientific, likely pretty accurate, the test doesn't actually know you specifically as a person. The only person who can actually understand you is you. So I want to dive into you as a person. There is you. And instead of thinking of that as maybe as a core or an essence, I want you to think about it a little bit differently. We're made up of a lot of different things. Those things can be memories, things that you've experienced in the past, desires. It can be a large range of different things, whether that's a piece of food that you see on the table or maybe a job down the line or maybe even something political. Um, the next one is beliefs. Um, a lot of times our beliefs are a little bit political driven. Um, and that's part of us too. Um, the other one is knowledge. We see that when we are learning in the classroom in education. Sometimes it can be from parents, from friends, from mentors. And the last one that I want to include is moral values. We all kind of have a set of values that we just live by. That's our nature. That's how some people may put it. And for me, some of my moral values are being respected and also being thoughtful. And for you, it may be different, um, whether they are good or bad. And when looking at these five categories as a whole, don't think about you as in the middle and then these categories jutting off like branches of a tree. Rather, think of these as an intertwined blanket. Right? Some of your beliefs are probably driven by the knowledge that you've acquired over time. 
And also, some of the memories that you have may look into desires that you have as well. And if you removed one of these categories, would you be the same person? I don't know exactly if you would be. And also, neuroscience backs this up as well. We know that there is no absolute center of the brain where all things come together. And the way I kind of like to think about this is if you've seen Star Trek before, um, the Borg in those TV series um, works as a complete mind. There's multiple bodies, but as a complete mind, and there's no center of where these minds operate. There might not be a captain there. They're all working together as one. And that's kind of how your brain is working as well. It's made up of many different parts. Right? If you have a machine and you take out one part, it's not going to be the same machine. It may not even operate correctly. And that's just one half of you. The other half is a little bit more broad. It's the developmental piece. And we all have the capacity to channel our change. I'll say that again. We all have the capacity to channel our change. And it's kind of like an ecosystem, which is kind of interesting. Right? Ecosystems change. It's got multiple parts. You got the animals, the plants, you know, rivers running down into a waterfall. Now, the thing with an ecosystem is that it isn't driven by change that's controllable. You have the capacity to control your change, and that's pretty great. That's pretty cool. And if you've ever seen an old picture of yourself, you're probably pretty embarrassed of the way you look, right? And I think we've all seen that before. And that's because you've changed over time. You may not, in that photograph, be able to see the changes in your brain, but you've been able to see the changes as you as a person overall, um, especially by those appearances there. And I think what's interesting about the developmental side of you is that you're not searching for a true self, but you're also creating it, right? An example of this may be, say, you really want to become a really good trumpet player, but you have no experience playing trumpet. Well, you have the capacity to go ahead and learn trumpet. You may not be the best trumpet player ever right from starting off, but you have the possibility to develop that over time. Um, and that's in your control. So part of it not only is searching for maybe certain passions that you have, but it's also creating that too. So know that you can be really whoever you would like to be, um, but you have to put in the search, the investment into doing it before you can actually create it. And at this point, you're saying, okay, Reese, why are you telling me this? This why, why even tell me in the first place? You're just telling me a bunch of information that I kind of knew, maybe I already knew this. But I, I think it can be really beneficial to understand how you operate. I know it's helped me. Um, maybe it'll make you happier. You can make better decisions knowing how you operate. Um, have improved self-control. Handle pressure with ease. Um, an example in my situation is that when I first came to college, I knew that it was going to take me about six weeks to get used to the environment. And how did I know that? I knew that because in high school, when I moved on to my high school, um, which was 45 minutes away, it took me about six weeks to actually get used to it and feel comfortable. 
And because of that, I knew it was going to take me about six weeks to get used to college. And that was really useful for me um, in order to prepare for those six weeks. I think if you can also understand the real you, your decision-making will appear better, and it will feel better, too. If you can understand personal cause and effect for yourself, you know, how you're going to respond to a certain situation, right? How are you going to respond when you have a big test coming up or maybe a big interview coming up? How do you respond to that? And then understanding that, how are you going to prepare for that? And so when you take that first step of understanding how you're going to react to something, you can then prepare for it better and you're going to feel better. You're going to be less stressed. You're, not, you're going to feel like it's going to go over easier. And that can be really helpful. So I really hope that you will take a moment to reflect on yourself, kind of understand how you're made up of your memories, your desires, your beliefs, your knowledge, and your moral values, and be able to use that developmental side of you and try to ultimately figure out who you are and then understand how you operate and what your response is to certain situations. And when you understand that, you can really help uh, put less stress on you and put ease on your life. Um, it's definitely helped me, and I'm sure it will help you as well. And it may take some time to actually understand you know, all these pieces of you. It's a complex system. And I hope that you're able to use the information that I gave you today and hopefully bring it into your own life. So once again, thank you for joining this podcast, and I hope that the information that you're getting today will help you become a more passionate, curious, and kind person. And I think this is understanding the real you, your personal you, will help be the foundation of everything else that you learn. This is Mindful Motivation. Thank you for joining me, and we'll see you next time.